0: whatever the customer walks away thinking about your company Mm -hmm. that is their customer experience and however that turns out in their head is how your brand is defined
1: welcome to shift digital i'm your host chris bass shift digital is brought to you by media fuel a digital marketing agency that distinguishes brands and helps them generate demand Full transparency, I'm also president and managing partner of MediaFuel. You can learn more about us at MediaFuel.net. But enough about us. Shift Digital is all about leadership and marketing and growing your business. And with that, I'm happy to say Christian Chirill is here from River Pools river and Spas. Pools. Yes, yes. River so, Pools. River, river Pools. pools. Yeah. All right. We'll stick with River Pools. So um, he's guest numero uno but he also happens to be the director of marketing at River Pools and it's one of the biggest brands in the country arguably the number one pool brand in the country
0: arguably I would think it is
1: alright I, I was I, hoping you might say that.
0: I I believe that
1: it so, is absolutely and in addition to be uh, being director of marketing um, of one of the most recognized brands in the pool industry um, I've gotten the chance to work with you and you're a, a super creative idea generator um, and and by the way, there are some Google statistics to put behind it. You guys actually are the number one pool brand. Yeah, uh, in the industry, quickly um, growing. I'll brag for you, um, but you guys have done a great job there. Um, you're also very authentic, genuine, passionate about what you do. Just enjoy marketing. Great storyteller, and uh, if you noticed, uh, he'll be a comedian on the show. I'm, I'm sure I'm going to get a couple shots across the bow here so
0: I, uh, I got an award for that I think in fourth grade yeah best <laughs> sense of humor
1: and you were sent to detention
0: oh gosh yeah N- not straight A's <laughs> not most improved best sense of humor oh, I really have to <laughs> true story
1: (laughs) cool hey that's cool brother Um, well hey thanks for being on glad to have you here thanks for Um, having me in spite of all the uh, flight delays and everything that uh, we won't get into here we are you could say a lot about customer experience just based on the last couple days you've had probably
0: oh yeah I feel like I could write a book right on I feel like I could
1: and that's our topic today customer experience and brand building so uh, just getting ready to chat with you about this I went out and looked at Google of course and and it says Customer experience is everything related to a business that affects a customer's perception and feelings about it. Customer experience focuses on the relationship between a business and its customers. It includes every interaction, no matter how brief, and even if it doesn't result in a purchase, um, you're still dealing with customer experience. So tell me a little bit, your perspective about how does building a brand tie into customer experience?
0: I, well, I, I I don't think you you can't really you can't define it I mean just reading that through on Google it it is everything it is every interaction that that a person would have with your brand and not even necessarily a specific product the people the brand the content the thing that you make uh, the manner in which you deliver your product your service it's you know it's absolutely it's absolutely everything at the end of the day it is the it is the customer's perception of who you are as a company I think that word perception was just in that Mm -hmm. Google definition right there yep so it's whatever whatever the customer walks away thinking about your company Mm -hmm. that is their customer experience and however that turns out in their head is how your brand is defined I mean, you've got a lot of we all do have a lot of deliverables that we have discovered and and not discovered as we're you know building companies and processes and um, innovating new products and services. So it, there you know there's many facets to that. Mm. Many facets, and all of it plays into how your brand is is perceived.
1: Yep, absolutely. How do you guys you know what's your approach to driving perception at River Pools? What are some of the perceptions that? You want people to know about river pools and then what are some of the ways that you do that
0: yeah so we want to be known as um, educators in the industry Mm -hmm. we want to be known as um, as the source to get answers to all of your questions as a pool shopper Mm -hmm. if you're a homeowner and at some point you want to put a pool in your backyard even if it's not one of our products, and we focus exclusively on fiberglass pools, but if at some point, six months from now, a year from now, five years from now, you're early in marriage, and you know, you know, know, our dream house will have a pool in it, we want to be the singular source where you feel like you can go and get information that helps you make the decision that's right for you and your family, even if it's not buying one of our products. Mm-hmm. That's the level of education we wanna provide and thus, that's that's the beginning of the customer experience we want to build mm-hmm. at RiverPools.
1: And how long has how long's RiverPools been around, Christian?
0: Uh, so Jason founded Jason Hughes is um, the founder, and he started the company in two thousand one, April May something like that that year. Um, I think um, six months a year in uh, Marcus Sheridan came on board. Mm-hmm. and uh Jason actually had a partner at the time Jim Speece. He and Jason actually started the company and then J- Marcus came in afterward. Jim has retired and and moved on, so uh so he and he and Marcus are the original founders and that's of our the original installation company. That's not the brand that we manufacture that um that built up the momentum that gave us the opportunity to begin manufacturing our own pools. Mm-hmm. And of course franchising is is the next big thing for us. So
1: yes, and and so so you talked a little bit about um, answering questions, being educators, uh, and going back in your history. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about how that started, because I think it's a unique brand story that really shaped what River Pools became.
0: Yeah, I really hope you um, you ask Marcus this question when you chat with him, because it's their story, and I, I try to do it justice uh, when I tell it, and it 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 is such a, a it plays such a pivotal role in the story behind River Pools. But imagine, imagine you've started this pool company and you're trying to find your footing in the industry and in your community and, and, and build a business, which was just to sell and install pools, hot tubs, saunas. I mean, they did a little bit of everything. But then the economy crashes in 2008, which many of your listeners will remember. Big deal. I know yeah, I remember big it. Deal. Um, and they, in a matter of like 48 hours, lost. 90 percent of their business Wow. people pulled pulled out mm-hmm. asked for deposits back put projects on hold and um and they were left scrambling and um they were probably you know the end of the company was knocking at the door and marcus um if i if i remember this correctly just remembers thinking i have one shot and that's to try this internet thing mm-hmm. blogging that was beginning to take hold about that time yeah Uh, so he he goes home he tells his wife I'm not gonna be able to go to bed at our normal time I have to have to do everything I can to try to save the company and he starts blogging but not just writing about the company he went through and he was he was the lead sales guy or the only sales guy rather but he, he made this list of every question that he'd ever been asked during sales calls and he started to write a blog about each question Answering that question in great detail, as he would, you know, sitting at someone's kitchen table, yeah. And so yeah. that became the beginning of our obsession with answering customers' questions, yeah. uh, putting in a blog form, and then being for being there for them online to, you know, find the answers when they're when they begin their journey to doing research about having a pool installed.
1: Absolutely, and that that really is an experience in, of itself. Um, and creates a customer perception mm-hmm. um, about expertise and, and, and knowledge and uh, the go-to guys to, to get answers um, and I think that you guys have done that really well um, as we were just thinking about brand and customer experience uh, I was reading online PricewaterhouseCoopers uh, PWC had a study uh, that they had that they said you know one-third of your customers will leave after a negative experience um and and we put a lot of emphasis on marketing in technology making things efficient we talk about the customer journey but if if your brand is using technology and you're only thinking about technology my concern is we're gonna lose the human touch
0: mm-hmm.
1: how do you guys make sure that with all the technology we have you still humanize the experience for your customers
0: we 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 obsess about customers' questions, but we also obsess about the problems that customers have or could potentially have in the process of getting a product like what we make. So we, you know, we don't lose sight of the idea that uh, having a pool installed by anyone, even if it's not one of ours, is really stressful it's more so for some than it is for others but well, you
1: got someone coming into your house your backyard your right? backyard your, your yeah.
0: property is you know visually it's absolutely destroyed it's hard to see the end product you don't know what you know you, you don't know a whole lot about the thing that you're about to make an investment in mm-hmm. and so for some there are a lot of really uncomfortable moments in this purchase cuz not like a car mm-hmm. right, right. You, you go to yeah. the dealership I want you know, I want, I want this this vehicle, I'm going to test drive it, I get to interact with it, I get to touch it, feel it, sit in it, you know, open and close the door. You, you can't do that with a swimming pool necessarily. Right. You can go try yeah. them out. Yep. Yeah. But, uh, and, and you have no, you don't ever have to deal with the, the making of the car, but of the pool, you have to live with that entire process. And so there are there's so many pain points and we... As much as we obsess about customers' questions, we obsess about the issues that could arise that could cause the customer some level of stress at any given point. Yep. And we work tirelessly to vanguard or educate the customer about what could happen that they may not know about. Yep. Uh, okay. So we include that language in how we speak with them when we're in person, on the phone, in Zoom. Um, Cause we even take our survey questions and try to phrase them in such a way that I'm I'm speaking to you right now, right? Yeah,
1: you're not taking a survey. Yeah, it, just it, a dialogue, yeah.
0: Everything right? needs to have uh, a warm, open feeling to it. Mm-hmm. It's hard to achieve that, mm-hmm. but um, and I don't think we've perfected it yet. But we don't ever lose sight of the fact that there are potential pain points for the customer, and we want to get out in front of those right every single time. Yeah, uh, and I I think that's what helps us. Leads us to offering a very humanized experience in this world of you know endless technology.
1: Exactly. So, so one of the things in the customer journey that you and I know is is people shopping for a pool, they want to know what's it like to get in the pool. Mm-hmm. Where's the water going to hit them? And you guys early on did. I mean, you were you were the guy that kind of kind of put this out there. You were inside the pools, mm-hmm. walking around them, kind of a dry tour. Right. You know, um, talk a little bit about just the inspiration for that because that's a really good tool online mm-hmm. that you use videos you do a lot of videos right um, just to create the experience and help a customer answer a question
0: yeah well if, if your company is not using video to do something anything educate the consumer you're you're behind the times and for us it um, we were we were growing so fast that we didn't have the ability to go out and do uh, what I call a wet tour something a pool that was installed and actually get in and interact with it so we um, Jason was the first one to shoot one of these. He's like, I'm just going to hop in the pool. I'm going to walk around. I'm going to tell you about its features. Um, and then when I came on, we just we just intentionally made time for getting in every new shell that came out to do a dry tour. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Got as many as we could. I couldn't get them all. But um, but I would just... I don't know. You, you, you provide that eye-level experience, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. If your camera view is in the same line of uh, sight that your customer is going to have when in that pool, there's something that connects with them, puts them in that moment. Mm -hmm. They can understand it to a degree and, um, you know, it just helps them better understand what the space is going to feel like and look like and be the next best thing besides, you know, coming out to the plant to get into the pool
1: yourself. Absolutely. One of the other things that you touched on was look, man, my yard's going to be a mess when I'm installing. Right. And the thing is, is it's hard to get your customer to be able to see the end result. Right. What, what are some ways that you guys try to bring that end result to life to help them be able to see what their backyard is going to look like at the end end of it all?
0: Well, the, the biggest thing for us, I don't think, is reminding them of what the end product is going to look like. Like they have a rendering, they mm-hmm. have a picture, or sometimes a video tour. Um... Of what the project is going to look like in the end for us it's a matter of making sure they understand how messy and how ugly it's going to be in the middle and that that can be the biggest misstep for for any pool buyer and they I knew that um, you know you're going to come into my house or my property and that you were going to uh, you were going to dig up this giant hole I'm gonna have a big pile of dirt but I had no idea, and so we sought uh, set out to tell that story, right? Yeah. You, you so know, you guys what,
1: really identified a pain point—a massive pain in the, point in the journey. Yeah, yeah. and okay. so
0: we, you know, what the end product's going to look like, you mm-hmm. know, the grass is going to be green and it's going to be stone, uh, flower beds, or you're going to have this water feature. You know what it's going to look like, but we set out to tell them how ugly and hideous and muddy, you know, that construction process is going to be, and we. We went out and we shot a video of the worst weather window we could. We just picked the nastiest backyard during construction that we could get. There's mud, there's ruts and tracks, and it it looked like a war zone. And we said, this, Chris, is what your yard is going to look like. (laughs) Oh, great. It's going to (laughs) look awful and hideous. We're going to put it back together in the end, but I just want you to know, you have to expect giant ruts over your grass the trucks have to get to the site. Mm-hmm. You have to expect there to be mud back and forth. You have to expect us to maybe crack your driveway, right, if it's concrete or if it's, if it's paved. There's no way to prevent those things. Mm-hmm. So if it happens, at least you know that there was potential for it to happen. So we take this video and we put it in as many places as we could and, uh, so that the homeowner can see it uh, at the top of the funnel All the way through to the contract signing moment like that video is embedded in the digital contract that we deliver to them Mm. and then they have to sign off saying I understand how messy this is going to be yeah so it's not so much reminding them how beautiful the project product was gonna be in the end but just that they understood how messy it's gonna be in the middle and it has really changed the delivery of of, you know that portion of the customer experience
1: And, and you're getting at the heart of something that is, is uh, really important in customer experience and brand building. Marketing always leads. Marketing always right. goes out first. If we as marketers go out first and set expect, expectations in the wrong way, mm-hmm. and then we don't live up the sales experience, the operational experience, the whole implementation of getting my pool mm-hmm. built and set up, if that experience doesn't match, what marketing has done, right? Then it blows apart the brand. It can. So, so what you guys have really done is you've said, "Hey, here are the pain points that we've got for the customer. Mm-hmm. This is where we see our problem. This is where we're going to really emphasize and make sure they know what's what's going on." Mm-hmm. Um, now, you guys distribute through franchisees. Yep. Uh, also, some dealers. Yep. Um, and so, talk a little bit about. So how do you get your your franchisees and dealers to understand the importance of that customer experience because at the end of the day they're at the you you guys aren't you guys aren't as the marketing folks and the manufacturer right. you're not at the right. customer's house right the franchisee or the builders at the customer's house how do right. you work with your your dealers that way
0: well it, we, we work more intimately with the franchisees um, than the dealers we, we are we are a company that has set a culture around education mm-hmm. um, and so our business relationship with an independent authorized dealer is far different than it is if you sign on as a franchise um, but still as a, as a dealer if you were to call and say hey I'm struggling with this man we're gonna we're gonna spend time with you and we're gonna help you um, troubleshoot things and solve problems and deliver better service and ultimately a better product um, and we have lots of lots of engaging conversations with our dealers all the time but for the most part that is their business mm-hmm. they uh, are simply purchasing our products um, wholesale to sell in their markets retail and install uh, mm-hmm. so they're designing their own customer experience um, for the most part on that and the franchisees we you know we're beginning to uh, spend so much intentional time with them about the customer pain points mm-hmm. how do we vanguard against them um, how do we um, how do we answer questions before they're asked how do we make sure we've given the customer you know enough time to ask all of the questions that they have and make them feel 100% comfortable and confident in the decision they've made mm-hmm. for this investment yep. so for us where we're at the beginning of this thing but we it there is just a relentless pursuit to um, to ensure that the passion and the level of detail we want to deliver our customers transcends into the customer experience at all of our at all of our locations.
1: Yeah, and you, you have some passionate leaders on your team, and yes, and they do, do a great job. They do a great job training. I mean, we've seen them speak at different industry industry um, shows, and right, they, they just do a great job as well as yourself. Um, I think, uh, in fact, uh, if you're if you're listening to this uh, this episode of Shift Digital, what you don't know is we're actually on a set in space. And tomorrow, <laughs> back on Earth, yeah, you yeah. guys are going to be doing one of your uh, one of your trainings, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, um, uh, and we're happy to have you doing it in the Media Fuel Studios. That's awesome. But I think it's just a testament to the training that you're talking about, and that's that's something you do year-round for your. For your franchisees, right? Yeah,
0: we're all in a we, we, you know, we set up a Zoom call with them every single month, mm-hmm. uh, and there's always a segment about communication. Yep. Um, and nine times out of ten, it's no, I'd say eighty percent of the time we're talking about communication with the customer. Yeah. The other twenty percent is about how to improve communication in your personal life. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're we're all human. Yes. At the end of the day, we're going home to families. Or we have family members or you know everybody's family looks a little bit different Mm -hmm. Uh, but if communication principles can help improve your personal life that will translate over to your professional life and so we we spend a lot of intentional time uh, working on communication and improving that and that improvement looks different for every single person in our in our company and and you know who's associated with our brand and yet we know that there's value in working on that you know for everyone mm-hmm. so um, so we work a lot with that every single month tomorrow you'll be sitting in on the sessions mm-hmm. there will be a segment on communication yet again there'll be a big segment on the customer experience and how we're taking all those points of communication all those touch points and and, and putting that together in one giant model of what our customer experience looks like Excellent. um we've, just sort of recently arrived at what this thing looks like full circle and it we finally drew it up on the board one day and said that's it you know yeah jason might have even stood up and got, a, got a process yelled eureka yeah. I don't, yeah, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> it was a moment buddy the yeah. light bulb went off excellent yeah. but um i don't know there's just a lot of intentional time
1: absolutely so you guys are what's cool is you have a strategy you have you have tools and you have processes and now what you're really focusing on is your franchisee behave franchisee behaviors. Right. How do we
0: consistently deliver this experience at every location?
1: Yeah. That's, uh, I mean, that's the trifecta, man. That's, uh, if you can get behavior consistent, you know, of of all your employees and Mm -hmm. your franchisees, Mm -hmm. um, you're going to create a killer brand. So, so tell me, um, for small business owners that might be listening out there, what, what are, you know, two or three things that, um, you would say they, they're going to need to address if they're trying to build a brand mm-hmm. that's going to delight customers.
0: I would say um, I would say obsess about your customers' questions hmm. and seek to be the authority in your area, your community, your industry, um, but you know start local uh, and if you're the trusted source to give answers, uh, even if that means the person is not buying your products or services, be mm-hmm. okay with that. Mm-hmm. Nothing will build trust more than customers, or than gaining the reputation uh, that you will answer honestly.
1: So let me get this right: you're saying I should just be helpful.
0: You should just be helpful. Right on. Absolutely.
1: Cool. Very cool. So sidebar question: You've led teams, uh, and uh, you led a team through uh, the pandemic last year. Mm-hmm. What do you, What do you think was uh, the hardest thing about being a leader since the pandemic and uh, what inspiration do you have for other leaders who are trying to fight the good fight out there
0: hardest thing is a leader during the pandemic
1: i told I th- you i was gonna stump him
0: yeah yeah <laughs> you know I, I i think there were uh i think there was one of the biggest challenges we faced was taking an entire process that we had mm-hmm And dumping the box out and building a completely different puzzle with the same set of pieces. Right on. Right. That was really, that was really hard. Yeah. And you're, so you're having to shift this thing on the fly. But we knew, you know, this was our opportunity to reshape uh, what the sales process looked like for buying a pool. Mm -hmm. And if ever there was a time when we were, one, forced to do it, but two, uh, take on a new process that would actually benefit us even after the pandemic is Mm -hmm. long gone uh, then we need to dig in and do it and so it was reshaping our sales process and taking something that always happens in the backyard every pool customer says oh I need somebody to come out to my backyard Mm -hmm. and we flip that model and said actually we can deliver an estimate faster if we do this virtually and here's here's what you need to do to help this go faster, I can come to your backyard, but I can't come to your backyard for three weeks. However, you know, if you were to do X, Y, and Z, if you were to send me a few photos, the right photographs, yep. a copy of the plat, to email, then we can jump on a Zoom call tomorrow, and I could, you know, I can give you a price estimate that's good within ten thousand dollars, probably. Right you know? on. Yeah. I mean, you're yep. delivering the answer that they have immediately. That's great, man. So that was really tough. I did the other part. That was challenging uh all of our leadership abilities in the pandemic was just uh, one we very passionate people for each other, and we recognized that every family was dealing with different issues, but yeah, man, just it, just being there for client or not our clients but our coworkers when something was going south at their house or yeah, and uh we just tirelessly backed each other up. It was exhausting, but
1: yeah. We just,
0: we never, we never gave into that. We never complained about each other. You know, if somebody raised their hand and just cried uncle one afternoon, Mm. fine. Then we, we would, every one of us would line up and be the shoulder to cry on. Yeah. So.
1: Just support. It was tough. We all needed it. It was tough.
0: You guys went through a lot here too, you know?
1: Yep. Absolutely. Well, that's, uh, you brought a book to mind. Um, It's called Think Inside the Box. Mm Mm-hmm. And as you talked about what you guys did, just reinventing that sales process, and you even use the words, hey, we had to re-put the same pieces of Mm -hmm. the puzzle together in a different way. And they just talk about think inside the box, that's when true innovation happens. Right. So very cool, man. well, hey, thanks for being uh, the first <laughs> guest on our show. And uh, it's been awesome having you.
0: Man, I, I guinea pig with the best of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: right on. And then uh, anything you want to uh, let our listeners know just about River Pools?
0: Yeah, I, um, you know, if you're curious about our, our, our marketing, our communication, um, you know, the customer experience, you're curious about pools yourself or anything, but go check out our website, um, Put your put your name in the hat as a potential customer. Um, you'll start to get communication from our company. Uh, a lot of that will come from me as the um, signature line at the bottom. But um, imagine that
1: they're actually going to get yeah. to talk to someone that uh, it's is funny. at the company.
0: I reply right? to people. You know, you put the reply to email in these automated responses, but I put my email address on a lot of those. And customers all over the country, potential buyers, yeah, will respond with questions all the time, and I will respond back. It blows their mind. But, Excellent hey you have a question then I'm going to do my best to answer it as fast as I can Mm -hmm. and uh, oftentimes it leads to really cool relationships and um, you know neat opportunities and you know more times than not selling a pool so seeing another family happy
1: excellent yeah and where can they find you guys online
0: w w w does anybody say that anymore yeah I, I, no anybody maybe not okay no, riverpools it's okay and we're old though, man. riverpoolsandspas.com
1: all right riverpoolsandspas.com uh... christian shrilla thanks for being here today uh... Hey, first episode is a wrap uh... but i do want to give uh, our listeners just a little tease we're gonna be talking to marcus sheridan in our second episode uh... also related to uh... riverpools but uh... He actually is an author of a book called "You Ask, They the, Ask." You, they ask, you they answer. ask I, gotta, I always get that. Yeah. They ask, you answer. Yep. Um, and he's going to be talking uh, next time about transparency in marketing. Uh, we talk a lot about being transparent. I can see that you guys actually live that out in your brand a bit, we uh, try just to. by what you said. We try to. Yeah. And um, so he'll be talking about transparency, transparency <laughs> in marketing, and what it really looks like. So. Christian, thanks again for joining us. Thank you. We'll look forward to having you all back for our second episode with Marcus. Yeah, buddy. Thanks, everybody.
0: Thanks.